0: Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memories. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the bin and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, Customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. And guys welcome to another episode of FS detail memoirs trying to keep our stuff together
1: it's the hurricane edition and on all seriousness we want a big shout out to everybody that's in florida knows somebody in florida or has been affected yes. by that we know a lot of people i can't name them all but i know that nathan warren's down there uh with a real heavy heart this morning so if you can do something to help somebody out in florida um let's do that let's all pull together and try to help out our brothers and sisters down there and make sure that they're all safe
0: yeah our hearts out to you guys um it is not fun being in a hurricane i've been in two of them (laughs) yeah so our hearts out to you guys as you guys know i'm jody i'm still rod still rod and And we're super excited we have a gentleman that i met at uh, nathan warren it's uh training class there in uh where were we indianapolis indianapolis yep indy and uh met kirk mm-hmm. evans from pro auto detail and i just love the conversation with you and i'm like we got to have him on the show so awesome yeah welcome
2: well thank you yeah it's a homeland experience i've got a lot of people outreaching to me and the messaging me so it's uh it's cool that's great
0: so, one of the things that was really fun, you know i we missed having rod at this training and and yeah. uh, but one of the things that was really cool that you don't know about was Nathan and I were off on our own, and we were watching you and carlos and and gambling and and all the other things, and we were talking about you and uh you know one of the things <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> that one of the things that both Nathan and i were that noticed about you was here's a guy that's got 20 years of experience right 20 plus years of experience one you're still coming to training Yep. number two you there were things that you were doing with other people that were attending the class that i'm going this guy knows his stuff right and to have the humility with your years of experience to be teachable to me was really awesome. And it really impacted Nathan as well. it's like, you know, that is the sign of a successful businessman. That's a sign of a successful man who's recognizes that he's continually growing in the process. So little kudos to you, but number two, why, why do you think it's so critical to keep that aspect of your business going?
2: Well, i tell you what, a lot of it has to do with the networking. And uh, as human beings, we all like to be rewarded at some capacity. So we like to be recognized and and validated with our experiences, because when I started, there wasn't any training. You know, there wasn't any kind of guidance. There was no mentors in my area, at least. And uh, I'm excited to see uh, the development of the industry and the training that we have now and, and, and be able to go to these things and how beneficial it is. And I get excited to see these younger kids come out here, go to this training, and learn something. And I'm kind of passionate about it too, about teaching and passing on that torch. And I wasn't always there, you know. It's a, it's I've humbled myself a lot. I had a big head and big ego and real proud and and every seeker I wanted to hold on to. And that shouldn't be the case. Uh, we should share our knowledge throughout the industry and everybody that uh, that you know, reaches out for our help. So uh, just being in 20 years means that. Uh, I have just went through the hard knocks, you know, and uh, we have an opportunity younger know, kids coming in here. They can rocket their career ahead uh, 10 years just by going to these trainings. And uh, every training even for me as a veteran detailer, there's a tidbit you can get out of every class uh, that you can learn a little bit to tweak a little bit. And I don't agree with all the teachings necessarily, but uh, I have to remember that I'm not just starting advanced techniques or something that you have to work up to. And it doesn't yeah. make it wrong or right, but it makes it what works for me. So it's it's cool to watch that uh, flesh out.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's one of those key things is the, um, what you said is taking a little tidbit of, out of every training, mm-hmm. right? I've never gone to any kind of a training for anything and not learned something. I mean, there's right. there certain trainings you go to and you knew that. I mean, it's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Oh, hey, there's something, you know. And, and you might have been doing it for, for 20 years, like you said, but you're going to pick up a technique or something. Um, that's it. Some kind of a compound combination pad thing that you've never picked up before. Um, So, what do you what do you suggest that these new guys do as far as picking up their you know their trainings? Where do you think they should start? Do they start at a five day, a one day YouTube? What do you suggest? Yes, all of it,
2: all of it. To compile it together, I mean, really do all of it. But don't claim that you're the best just because you watched a hundred hours of YouTube. Okay, the hands the hands on is where it's at. And, uh, I, and kudos to Mike, Mike Phillips for doing that. He does hands-on detailing and training. And uh, that's way more valuable than the slides and the pictures and anything you see online. You really need to get to fill that equipment. And uh, each machine is different. So, uh, and the development of, of the chemicals and processes and uh, technology in the chemicals have changed so much in the past 10 years. It's a whole different world. It's not the same as it was. And it's ever developing. And uh, we need to learn how to, uh, add, add to tweak that. And if there's something better out there that I'm not using, I want to know about it.
1: Yeah. And I think that that is um, one of the advantages of going. We were talking about trade shows right before we got on here. Going to the different trade shows, Southern Detailers Conference, MTE, SEMA. You can can grab all of those things. You can go and grab Mm -hmm. every single machine on the market and actually put it in your hands within, you know, 10, 15 minutes and feel which one feels right for you. You know, Jody mm-hmm. tells the story all the time. He's right-handed, but we were at a training and he was really struggling with a, a, a forced rotation with his right hand on the handle and his left hand on top. And a guy told him, switch hands, you know? And so he switched that's hands and much, yeah. much better control. Huge difference. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and I think that's the key is getting your hands on it. But, you know, if you've got your hands on one and then six months later, you put your hands on the other, the, the memory isn't there. Just go do it all at the same time.
2: And the training we've got, uh, like in Nathan Warren's training, we had uh, uh, hoods there out of a junkyard, and you could really experiment. How far can I go before I burn the paint? You know, I even demonstrated during as we were buffing. I took a rotary on an <laughs> edge, so an edge is the thinnest part of paint. And I – Jody, you remember that? And I hammered that thing down on smoking.
0: that. was smoking.
2: Yeah, that thing started smoking before it did anything. I mean, there's some telltale signs that lets you know that it's about to happen. Uh, but it's way harder to burn through than people think. It's something that you can, uh, you can work with, you can experiment with and don't be scared, you know, but some guidance will, will help. will go a long way. So,
1: yeah. And I think that's a main thing is, is actually do go burn through and see what it feels like and feel mm-hmm. all those things. We were at the Rupes training center and Todd Helm tried to burn through a hood. Yeah. I mean, that hood, it was, a, I think it was an aluminum hood. It was a it, Yeah, It was warping. <laughs> I mean, you could it was so hot, and you could watch it and it was popping and warping. and it's like, yeah, if you're getting to that point, you're already too far gone. And, and you know, so he But was, I got to get this spot just, out, man.
2: Yeah. You. Well, the scratch is gone, but the hood does this now, you know?
1: I saw one, I literally saw a real post, and the guy's like, There was this little black spot, and I kept polishing, kept polishing. And it just kept getting bigger, kept big, getting bigger. I don't know what it is. And somebody's like, You burned through the paint about 30 minutes ago. You know? I'm leaving yeah. my signature on this. That's, right. on this hood. that's it.
2: Yeah, I'm signing this hood right here. So that's right. Oh, you man. wanted
1: that patina look, right? So we're going to do yeah. that everywhere
2: say so so this this ceramic right over that that that's a that's a new look what we're going for,
0: <laughs> so what's the biggest change that you've seen? I mean you've been in the industry a long time. Mm-hmm. what's the biggest change that you've seen that you think is the most impactful for a business owner
2: um I would have to say the development of the training. Actually, I'm going to lean back on that because Mm. uh, the biggest change in the industry is the availability of the right information. The problem is the information has been out there, but it's been so convoluted. And uh, a lot of the facts are just a matter of opinion. And once we get a congruency together and we start to say, okay, this is uh, the accepted vernacular. uh, This is a process here as a group and industry grows to that. We can say, OK, that's important. This training is important. We need to know this is the right way to do it. It's not the only way. It's just a way. And then you got to develop your own uh, system or we're, we're different individuals or different people. So as we as we grow and learn our own thing, we've got to take, OK, that's training. That doesn't work for me, but this does. And then the uh, development the of new chemicals, man, the chemicals have come so far uh I can't even tell you. And me starting with, uh, we did volume. I mean, at our highest, we did uh, uh, six hundred to seven hundred cars a month, and we had fifty men on staff. That, so you can imagine, mm. you know, trying to train that, train those, and it was dealership hard to keep quality up. Um, it just wore on me. It took time for me from uh, the balance, as everyone says. It took time away yeah. from my family. It took time away from church. Mm and uh my business was my god and i had it all out of order so that was important to me that balance
1: yeah and i think that's that's an interesting one <clears throat> there's a lot of different ways to do it and what works for you might not work for somebody else and what works for somebody else might not work for you and i think the key to the chemicals and the <clears throat> the processes and the machines is it's not a matter of I got this one process and it's never going to change. It's mm-hmm. I got the process. It works for now. And it is going to change because next mm-hmm. year there's going to be another Tesla paint or another yep. Chevy Silverado paint. And it's going to have a different oh, color to it. And that, that combination isn't going to work. You've got to figure it out. So I think that's the thing is always accept that you're going to continue to learn. You don't always have it down. You know, just it's the same thing with us, with our software. As soon as we think we have it down, somebody throws <laughs> a curveball in there, then we <laughs> got to change everything. So that's just how it works. I mean, it, we know and you got to be able to overcome it. and Ride those waves. Right. It's not we're not standing on the beach looking at the water. You're in the middle of the water and you're trying to adjust to the wind. So. Yeah.
0: Well, so, you know,
2: Go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, well, for example, when, when I first started paint correcting, it was the rotary only. That's the only thing out there. And when all these new tools hit the market, I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that, you know. And finally, I picked one up and I found value in each one of them. I said, hey, there's a purpose for this. I thought they were slow and cumbersome. You know, I just didn't like them. And, but the quality improved and learning the different uh, pieces of equipment and the purpose behind them really rocketed me forward. And then I could train that. It's easier to train my guy that came into work, said, okay, let's start with this machine, and then we'll get to the rotary with different things. So there's a purpose for each piece of equipment.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, it's, I think part of that is just the <clears throat> familiarity, right? I mean, I started mm-hmm. in the same world as you did. It was on the edge, grab that handle, bend it, and yeah. go, man. And and don't push too hard or you're going to be at that end of the car soon. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: but, but when you. i rocked a few uh, side lights off of BMW. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's why only 50% of SOBs have that
0: side marker left on them. Is yeah, that's it. Hey, uh,
2: detailers are blame. I'm pretty sure. So,
0: <laughs> so you, you hit on something that I think is really important, right? At one point in your business. You were doing 600 cars a month, and uh-huh. now you're more select. You're more of a retail customer. Yeah. <laughs> How did you come to that decision, and why was that such a critical pivot, pivoting point for your business?
2: Well, for me, it was a, a personal catastrophe that happened to in my life that forced me to make a change, uh, and I had a choice to make, and my family ultimately became first. And uh, we were about to rock it to a bigger facility. We actually bought property we still own to build a big shop on. And it came to a situation where I had to choose. And I was like family, 100% family. And at that time, it humbled me and really made me realize I shouldn't be a people pleaser. I should be a family pleaser. Okay, that makes sense. Mm So sure, I like making people happy. But just being the yes guy, making things happen on time it was drawing more out of me than I was getting out of the business. I'm not taking, talking monetary reasons. It was good money. And there's still good money, what I'm narrowed down into now. Uh, but it does, it's not as taxing on the body. You know, it's not as taxing on the mind, taxing on your family. Because one thing you can't do, and I say this on repeat, uh, no matter how much money you have, you can't buy time. So yeah. time is the most valuable asset on earth. Uh, so balance that, balance that. If you want to be successful, real success is being there for your family, having that time and showing up at everything for your kids and be a support system for your family. That's important. Yep.
1: Absolutely. I think, and I think a lot of people lose that because there's a lot of um, um, I'm going to call them leaders, but with air quotes, leaders that are out there telling you, man, you got to get up at 3am. You, you, grind, 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 grind. Grind. Yeah. you got to kill it. And And you look at these people, now and they're not doing that no they're doing something well, different That that's well, a short-lived life right there and
2: i hear it a lot that's what i'm saying you can get a lot out of it but what are you getting out of it money yeah what, what does that do i mean does that make you happy right no it and doesn't I, you know? I
1: think that's a false i think that's a false thing and people put that out there because i feel like even in the detailing industry it's not and it's not only the detailing industry but we put on a false face and we want everybody to think you know, oh, man, we're multiple six figures every single day. We're killing it. We're crushing it. And, and then when you talk to somebody in their personal life, and I had a personal experience with somebody, a very, very successful detailer. And we went to their location, and we had a situation, They, they high-end cars, beautiful facility, all the stuff. We had to go pick up this person's personal car. And we mm-hmm. got to the place where we we're picking it up because they were having something done. I can't remember windows tinted or wheels or something. Anyway, and it was just a regular Joe car, right? It was just a regular just four-door sedan. And the person was embarrassed. Yeah. And I was like, "Why why, 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 are, you why, embarrassed? Are, you, why are you embarrassed?" <laughs> and I was like, "I know why you're embarrassed because you put on a front that everything you it's it's all high and stuff. Don't be embarrassed, yep. man. It, we all that that's life. That You know, you got kids, you drive a four-door sedan, you pick up your kids, you might have a minivan, it doesn't matter. You have to be real with yourself and everybody yep. else, man. You can't show out there that you're just the Ferrari guy. That's, that's, not, that's not realistic.
2: Well, well, as soon as you make that shift of trying to please everybody that you don't even like or don't like you, you're trying to please everybody else, you make that shift, putting your family first, and all of a sudden... You just want that stuff for your family. You don't want that flashy yeah. thing. You want your son, you want your daughter, you want your wife to have those things. And when I made that shift, it was humbling. It's like I always put me first. And I, and I became, uh, I wasn't my best person at that time. And I was growing. And once you start people putting people first, uh, family first, and not yourself, it uh, it changes the whole dynamic of your business. And then you see the light, it's more rewarding. You know, otherwise you're just drowning away into this uh, ever-ending tunnel that you're making everybody happy, but you're miserable. So
1: yeah, I think that I think I always look at the analogy of sitting on a porch somewhere in a rocking chair with way more gray hair than I already have. (laughs) At the end of this, you're gonna talk about the life experiences you have and this time you had with your family and vacations you went on. You're not gonna talk about, man, I was killing it. This one time I polished. Black car. Nobody cares, and no, and you're not going to care when you're at 90 years old. It's it's all about. And if you're not a decent person, I look at it and go, you're not going to get there, right? You know, the happiness is you're giving yourself permission to be happy about your life and where you're at, and -hmm. the journey to get there. And everybody has a journey. Everybody's somewhere in that plane of you know where you want to be and where you have been, or maybe you're exactly where you want to be. But you got to be happy with the whole journey. And if you're not, then you're just killing yourself and you're miserable.
2: And don't, don't beat yourself up by trying to be like that guy. He has a, a flashy shop or whatever. Don't worry about it. It just doesn't matter. It just does not matter. They're, they're impressing people in the industry and certain people that you'll never meet. It just doesn't matter. Do what makes you happy, and that's going to make you successful. And it's not about that monetary number. That will come. If you're happy and you're passionate about what you do, the money will come. Be happy first. Be passionate, you know. The money will come this don't Just don't try to be a people pleaser because they don't care <laughs> they're not loyal to you you know i
0: think one of the mistakes especially new guys make or, or new gals when they're in the industry right they're they're trying to highlight all of the great work they do right but right. they're not putting the work in behind the scenes just like you came to Nathan Warren's training that's behind the scenes work. It is. And it really has impacted me thinking about it this week because my son Devin, um, has, is going to be, um, the introduction act for Lauren Ruth Ward in Seattle and Boise. Right. And I've been to Devin's concerts and he's really talented. Right. Yeah. But this past week, every single day he has spent hours and hours practicing to be the opening act yeah and i've listened to him oh shoot i don't like that and then he's rearranging it and then he got it all lined up and he's like oh i got too much Mm -hmm. music what can i cut where should i cut Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of business owners they're not doing the behind the scenes stuff not only on their skills yeah. as a detailer, but their skills as a business owner. It's I mean, so when's important? the last time you as a business owner actually went to a, a seminar, a webinar, mm-hmm. a podcast where yeah. you, they were talking about how to become a better businessman? So in light of that, what are the things looking back that you think have really helped you become a better businessman, not just a better detailer?
2: Um, a lot of it was a realization that I, I was trying to hire help. Okay. My first thing was like, I'm getting so big, I need more help. I need more help. What I should have done was my first hire should have been an accountant. Okay. My second hire should have been an office person of some capacity. Answer the phone uh, e- emails, uh, check all that out. That way I'm available. I'm not on the phone all the time. I'm available in the shop. So if I pick up one or two more jobs a week, guess what? That pays for everybody. And then mm-hmm. you don't have to retrain that. So I think that was an important thing is trying to grow too quick. And then you have too much work all at once. And you're like, okay, I have all this work. Now what? Now what yeah. do I, I hire 10 people off the street. How do I train them and keep my quality up, keep my good name? So I think it's more important to Make sure all your checks and balances were in order. Uh, your accountant is in order. All your business information is in order. Your mindset's right. Your 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 health is good. You're taking care of yourself. That's way more important than the flashy, shiny car. Okay, That's all the behind-the-scenes stuff that no one sees. They don't see the hard work and the networking and all that. But if you build a good foundation like that, uh, your business will succeed. And you don't even have to be the best. You just have to be consistent. And uh, I tell that all the time. I said, I use an analogy. I say, okay, you go to McDonald's and get a hamburger, right? You know, you know what to expect every time you order that Big Mac, no matter where that's a Big Mac, right? Is it the best hamburger ever? No, it's not. But you you know what you're getting every time you go. The same thing equates right to detailing or in my instance, detailing. uh, I may not be the best, but my customers get a consistent result. So work on consistency more than the volume or trying to people, please be consistent and then you build your customer base that way when your customers come to you they know exactly what to expect
1: yep and i, I think a key to that is that um uh i was I, I learned a lesson years and years and years ago um and it was from my dad and it pissed me off at the time man i was mad at him but i used to i used to be uh, a competitive distance runner like uh yeah pretty high. I went to the junior Olympics one year, took third in nation anyway. And I was pretty high on myself. I was real young and I was going to go to this race, this big race. And my dad told me, he goes, you know, there's always going to be somebody that's better. And I was like, well, damn, there's some support. Thanks. Pops. You know, and it pissed me <laughs> off But when I realized he's right with are focusing on being the best, that is a futile effort because you're only going to be the best for a short period of time. And as soon as you're the best and you train your employee and they do better than you, you're not the best anymore. And if that's all you're focused on is being the best, then that's short lived. And and like you said, focus on being a successful business person and pleasing your customers. That's the people you should be pleasing, not the shop down the street. Partner with the shop down the street. Say, hey, look, I know sometimes you're going to be busy and I'm going to be too busy. And I'll tell you what, when you come over, if if I'm too busy, if you come help me do this boat, it's a 32-foot boat. I don't have time to do it myself. I'll split it with you. You know, whatever. Partner with those people. That makes you a better business person. And again, like you said, focus on what's really important and what's important. is Your family and keeping your business going. I know people that have killed themselves, like you said, to have 50 employees. And they said, I was making less money than when I had 10 employees. And I was doing (laughs) work. You know, absolutely. A yeah. when I got 10, than when I got 50, so, you
2: know. And then when people didn't show up, guess who was working till midnight or after, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Schedule yeah. Day up and five guys don't show up. And then the boss man has to stay. And I was like, my wife was going to sleep alone. My kids didn't get to hug my neck good night. It's not worth it. This it wasn't worth it for me. And uh, the main focus should be just, you know, take care of yourself and then, customer service, customer satisfaction. And then the skills and everything will come. I mean, just don't oversell yourself saying, hey, I've been doing this a year. I'm passionate about it, whatever the, the case may be. Uh, I'm, I'm learning, I'm training. Here's my here's my work. Uh, I stand behind it. If I don't know how to do something, I say it. It's easy. The guy's starting out, don't oversell yourself. You can't be the best. Even if you are the best, you can't be the best in a year or two years yeah. or 20 years. You know, it's just... You need to just dial it back a little bit. You can be good and support uh, the industry, and even locally, I support local detailers in my in my community. There's there's thousands and thousands of cars. I can't do them all. You know there should be. You should support that guy, and if he doesn't know what he's doing across town, he should feel comfortable with calling you saying, "Hey brother, I need some help. What do I do here, or I goofed up. What can I do?" Uh, well, number one, you tell the customer you goofed up. You don't hide it. I see so many people hiding things like, oh, well, you think they'll notice this? Yes or no, but does it matter? You know, you need to take care of that customer and say, hey, I goofed up. Let me fix it. And Mm -hmm. it's important taking care of the customer, being honest, integrity. Uh, Those are all big words to use in being successful in business long term
1: right and i think a lot of people feel like they're going to jump into this industry and it's quick money man i can do this i can grab a bucket and a mitt and i can <laughs> hit the road and and now i'm i'm i got a business and i can make some fast money people are doing ceramics for thousands of bucks it can't be that tough i'll figure it out and that's great have that attitude but also you need that humility and i think humility yep. is a lot of what is missing from any industry but i see a lot of people that man they need to they need to have a little piece of humble pie <laughs>
2: Well, because every car is not the same i mean there's so many yeah. tricks that you learn how to do you can you could knock 10 cars out of the park and then number 11 will come in that has all kinds of issues you have no idea how to fix and yep. you can't be the best until you learn until you mess up <laughs> you know and, you I, there's, and
1: there's a uh, here in town sydney from eyewash detailing I, I we talked to her one time we were at a shop and she was talking about a car she's like this car i was literally in tears i called three different people to try to figure out what to do this car was just kicking my butt And I think the important thing was when I heard that is she called three different people about this car. She didn't just sit there and fight it and fight it and fight it and keep trying stuff. She she's like reaching out to somebody. We tell people that Mm -hmm. here in our, in our business um, Mm -hmm. and there's 12, people at zenware the write software and we literally we're like if you get stuck raise your hand we have more you, you got a telephone you got you got an internal <laughs> you got a computer get a hold of somebody and say i'm having trouble here don't just sit there in a corner and try to figure it out because it's not going to come to you there's no magic you know you're not going to through osmosis get the problem you're solved. you're either going to mess
2: it up and have a mistake or you're going to figure it out or reach out to someone that, that can figure it out. And I'm here for everybody in the industry. I, I may not know the solution, but I can tell you sometimes how to save your own hide,
1: you know? Yes. And, then we, and we've been putting the number on the bottom of the screen right there. 931 Just And I think that's the key. That's really important. Shoot me a text. Yeah. Just send me a message. I'm here to help. The IDA is another one. You can go to the IDA. You can go to their website. You can find detailers anywhere in the world. So, um, find people that can help you out. Or like I said before, partner with somebody that you can, that you can have as a go-to person, have a mentor,
2: a lot of any, at any, any point in your career, you should have a mentor people lean on. Yeah.
0: I I think it's important. I think a lot of times business owners and detailers and just people in general, we are ashamed when we don't know the answer, right? We feel like, Mm -hmm. Oh, we're not measuring up. But a lot of times it's just that you haven't confronted that trial, that challenge, that experience yet, right? And so allowing yourself the the opportunity to move through that experience, to learn, to raise your hand, to ask questions, it's just like right before you know we went on live, I walked over to get some water, and our youngest newest employee who's been with us about a year, he's actually walking pacing. And I'm like, Andrew, are you okay? He goes, well, I'm just thinking through something. I go ask Curtis or Spencer. They're here to help you, right? right, And I think a lot of times we get stuck in that mode where we have to solve it. When within reach, there are people with experience, with knowledge, Mm -hmm. with a willing heart to help you. You just have to be humble enough to go, I need
2: some help. Swallow your pride. I mean, this—we're never too skilled or developed to ask for help, uh, no matter what walk you are. At, even at my rate, if I don't know something, there's somebody out there that does. You know, and I may get beat up over it. I may get smashed or made fun of, but that's okay. You know, it's—it's it's a learning curve. It's—it's a—it's uh, it's a thing we develop, and it's just—it's humble pie. You just can't yeah. be proud to ask for, uh, for help. You know, yep. we know. we can't do it alone. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a couple of groups that I've seen do this, and and um, they do it really well. Uh, one of those groups is going to be the guys at PNS Detail Products, Dave mm-hmm. and Bob Phillips. I oh, watch those they guys; so they've great. got so many years of experience. And I watch Dave experiment with stuff. And when something goes bad, he wants to know. He's right in there. He's like, "What did you use? What's the temperature? Where is this at?" And he really wants to know because he wants to improve that. And I've always been really super impressed with um, just their humility and their ability to look at a product and try to try to fix it and the other one was at uh, the rupes training center where there's a training class going on they got students over here but three of the people from rupes are working on this hood with rupes products and they're trying to figure out new things and new combinations and what's going on and they literally were they were they're so humble about what they're trying to get out of it how can we make this product better and i just those two experiences from those two different um companies and, and providers i think that that's the kind of the attitude is if you're hungry you're always learning everybody on the can everybody's watching everybody's watching this say with me i'm an idiot and i'm just learning how to do this <laughs> you got to kind of look at that and say that you you know how do i do this i know that i was i was working on a boat of my own and i reached out to nathan warren cuz he's got you know tons of years of experience and, and i'm mm-hmm. like nathan are they supposed to be this hard to work on? Is this? Yeah, hang in there, brother man. Joko, baby, like, he's like, no, yeah, That's right. Now, now you know why I got all those muscles popping out. <laughs> that's so, right, man. You well, know, yeah. and I think that that's the thing is being open to getting that information from somebody else. If you're closed off, if you're, you know, you you're not going to receive that information. And and I mean, you gotta you gotta give yourself permission to be humble. So.
2: If there is a path to success, it's not alone. You know, if there's if there is a path to being the best, it's not alone. It's reaching out, it's figuring out, over uh, constantly developing. The best mm-hmm. companies in the industry uh, are constantly fine tuning things, and there's nothing wrong with it. They're saying, "Hey, that really didn't work so good. <laughs> yeah. We're really good, but you know that that really didn't work. We got to change something." And uh, oh, data, data, data. Let's analyze this. Let's test this. Let's try that. So that's the path. To being the best, if there is one, you know. So it's yeah. subjective, I guess.
1: And, and like you mentioned at the very beginning, hiring the right people to do the job. Everybody's not an accountant. Everybody's yep. not a bookkeeper. Everybody is not a, a lawyer. Everybody. I mean, you just you can't be all things to all people. You know, you're going to be. And you can't expect
2: that hire to be as passionate about your business as you are. See, that's the problem we, we make, too. We're like, okay, why isn't this guy staying after? Why isn't he doing the extra mile? Because he's not the business owner. You know, he's good at what he does, but he's not passionate like you are. You can expect that. So, uh, ex, you know, set realistic expectations for your employees, too, when it comes to that. Uh, but do what you do well first. Hire all the other things we're not good at as detailers. At least I'm not. Uh, you know, bookkeeping and all that stuff, all the tax stuff. Hire someone. And then do the extra work, stay off the phone, be in the shop, and then see if that doesn't help you out first.
0: Yeah, That's awesome. Well, we want to thank you for uh, taking time to visit with us. Yeah. If there were one or two final tips that you think are critical for a business owner, what would those tips be or tip?
2: I think it's going to be on repeat for me because uh, it's been a full circle experience for me. Uh, no matter when you're starting everything, balance your time uh, make time for family and your loved ones and friends take care of yourself Uh, unfortunately as men there's not a lot of uh venting areas we're supposed to bottle everything up Uh, but if we network we have people in similar circumstances that we can we can flesh out with you know so we can say man i'm struggling i don't know what it is i just can't get it together find that individual that personal mentor Get that taken care of because you're if you're healthy and happy, you're doing good business. If you're miserable, your business suffers. I mean, that's it. I think that's going to be tried and true. That's the main foundation. Take care of yourself and your family and your loved ones and make time for them. Uh, everything else will come. If you're passionate about it, you'll figure it out. Uh, go to training, the course, do all the things, make check all the boxes. Uh, that's important as well but if you're miserable you're not soaking it up you're not doing your best you're not your best example so uh and don't worry about what everybody else is doing and what everyone else thinks uh set a goal break that goal set another goal break that goal uh constantly grow don't ever settle where you are unless you're that's where you want to be and it's okay to downsize too it's okay to get smaller or redirect your business be flexible be adaptive uh, these are all key things for me that I do on a daily basis is being flexible. Just don't be so stubborn and drive yourself right out of it out of business.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So how do people get in touch with you?
2: Uh, you can uh, mainly I operate off Facebook. If I do a lot of social media that way, I do have an Instagram. Uh, my cell number is probably the quickest and easiest way to get direct with me. If you want to, Uh, Call me or chat or got any questions. I'm here to help at any capacity. Uh, I'm going to be making a point to go as many trainings and uh, different things as the years come. It's uh, it's great. I'm bringing my wife with me and uh, we're getting to meet some really great people. And uh, as that grows and that networking grows, I think. uh, And as the uh, industry grows, we'll all have to be able to lean on each other. So I'm just I'm just a part of the the puzzle. I'm not the uh, I'm just a piece. (laughs) Yep.
1: Absolutely, That's Well, there you awesome. go. I really appreciate it. Now, I even feel worse that I wasn't in Indy, but you know, hey, thanks for that. So, <laughs> we'll be at MTE, though, right? We'll be there, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We'll at MTE, we're gonna be at MTE. So we're yeah. being a, in
0: schema. So in fact, if soon you soon. go to Mobile Tech Expo registration yeah. page and use Road FS 15, you will get 15%, 15% off. off instead of the 10% for the friends code. So, use Road FS 15, and uh, we're Great really excited. Work. What's that?
2: I said, spread the word. Uh, everybody, come to MTE. If you haven't been to an event, come to an event. If you want to grow your business and your mentality, come to something, and you'll just yeah. still change your mindset. It will just re-spark something that's been dormant. So uh, we all need that as, as humans. So absolutely, that's absolutely. awesome. Well, thank
0: you Thanks, so much Greg. for joining us. Yeah, we, we will check you guys same time, same bad channel. Yep. Just love you guys. Thanks, man. See you. See you.